Today, we dive into all the girly birthday parties, and that's something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Something to Celebrate. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for rating and reviewing the podcast. That is super helpful. Thank you for telling your friends. You are just the best and I hope you will help me continue to spread the word about the podcast. Today I'm continuing my series on kids birthday party themes. I think this has been so fun. The last two episodes were all about boy parties and today we are getting girly with part one of the girl birthday parties. As I did with my sons, I'm going to take you chronologically through my daughter's birthday parties over the years. She just turned 12, so today I will tell you about her first through sixth birthdays. I enjoy looking back on all those little years of parties. They were so tiny and sweet, and so were all of their friends. It's a great time to reflect on. So let's jump into her first birthday. Of course, first birthdays are a big deal and we do them over the top. The theme was owls and it was look who is turning one. The color scheme was pink and brown with lots of cute owls. It was very trendy at the time in 2011. It was super cute. She had a little smocked dress with owls on it for a photo that she had on the invitation. And then she had a different outfit for the party. She had a giant first birthday bow, an appliqued shirt with an owl and her name. She had a giant tutu. She had little bloomers that were embroidered and said first birthday girl. I mean, she was like head to toe, girly fun. It was really darling. She had a beautiful cake and my mom helped us make a beautiful table for the cake. We took a little round table and she made a huge tutu skirt on it. It was brown on the top with a big pink tutu skirt around the table. So that held the cake. It had its own little special table. That was really cute. I made lots of food for this party. I had donut hole topiaries. I took donut holes and toothpicks and put them in styrofoam cones that were in little kind of, I don't know, urns or vases, like kind of a little base. They were pretty cool topiaries made out of donut holes that people could eat. Uh, For favors, we gave little stuffed owls for the boys. They had the regular stuffed owl. For the girls, I hot glued on a big pink bow on the little owl heads. Um, And they were in cello bags with a little tag. And then I had a birdcage. It was not a real, it was a decorative birdcage. You couldn't actually keep a bird in this. But it was freestanding on the floor. And it was full of all of the little owl favors with a sign that said adopt an owl. So they got to do that on the way home. Um, And we even had matching owl pajamas, my daughter and I, that we wore to bed that night. Um, So it was just a big, fun, girly, sweet owl birthday for her first birthday. Her second birthday, the theme was that two-year-olds are wild. So the invitation said, two-year-olds are wild, it's true, and we can't wait to get crazy with you. And it had a really fun photo of her smiling and laughing with her mouth open real wide, just a really cute face for her crazy wild second birthday. It was a lot of hot pink and a lot of zebra print to do the wild theme. I made a big garland all around my front door with a white 
Christmas garland and then lots of deco mesh, which was really popular at the time, like a really pretty big garland around the front door for the entrance. I remember it was a really fun, big party. Uh, but let me tell you this, I've looked back at photos to sort of jog my memory about all the details of these parties, and I cannot locate all the party photos for this birthday. I'm a little panicky about it. Um, I just discovered this today, so my husband is helping me track them down. There's just a gap in our photos, and I know, I mean, I always take bazillions of photos at my kids' parties, and they just had to be downloaded somewhere else or on an old computer or I don't know they've got to be out there um so I can't remember a lot of the activities or what we did at this party but um hopefully we will track down all the photos and I can remember that because I do want to go back and make shutterfly books for all of these parties I mean I have like a handful from my kids when I did those but not for this one and not for many of them so that's going to be a project to track down those photos but the zebra hot pink wild and crazy two-year-old party was for age two and then for her third birthday party we had a cinderella tea when she was about two and a half years old we took our first family trip to disneyland and thus began the princess years and the princess obsession which is such a sweet phase for little girls um, we had a beautiful party at our home i had this wrought iron big carriage well, I say carriage, it was like a centerpiece that I bought for the royal wedding party that was the year before, I believe, or a couple years before. And it was just kind of that uh, black brown wrought iron color. We spray painted it gold. And just like I did for the royal wedding party, I took my carriage to the florist and had them do an arrangement in the center of this carriage. So that was in the center of our kids table. As I mentioned, we had a great little kids table that was um, left over from our church renovation that I shared with my sister-in-law. So we had that table set really pretty. There was a tiara at each place for the little girls. They all wore their princess dresses. Everyone dressed up as their favorite princess. I had a big cardboard cutout of Cinderella, which I did not remember that until I looked back at photos. And we really wanted to do a tea party and I wanted to have real teacups, but I was a little concerned about three-year-olds and, you know, tea, spilling tea. So what I did is I bought white, just porcelain, um, little espresso cups. So, you know, an espresso cup is a tiny, tiny little cup and they had saucers and we had those for all of the girls. And a big hit was that we had sugar cubes. They had such a good time putting sugar cubes in their tea. I believe I had, I actually served them tea and I think it was a decaf pink tea, if I remember correctly. Here's the thing, those little cups were so great and if they spilled it, there was hardly anything in it and so it wouldn't make too bad of a mess, but <laughs> it was like two sips of tea. And so the whole party, I remember we were just running around refilling the tea. We had a little teapot and they'd be like, I need more tea, I need more tea. There were a lot of refills <laughs> in those tiny cups, which actually made it kind of fun and silly and they had too many sugar cubes and that was really cute. Um, I love doing little details for these parties and for instance for this one I have a chalkboard it's a framed cute chalkboard that is attached to my back door that goes out to the garage and I use that to write reminders to myself or to my kids I'll write you know something I don't want to forget as I leave the house on that and for this party I had written on that chalkboard that that was the peasant's entrance the back door since we were all princesses um, another 
funny memory from this party is that her cake was late. I had a gorgeous big princess castle cake ordered for her and it really is a pretty cake but the bakery called us the morning of the party and said the cake is not done yet it's going to be a little later and and they called us again and said we're not going to make it we will deliver the cake to you so we said okay Um, and they knew when the party was starting well let me tell you that cake ended up arriving (laughs) mid-party it was delivered from the bakery and so it did make it but just barely So this was a big cake and I spent some money on it. And if you've noticed, my kids' birthday cakes are important to me. And so I wrote a letter to the bakery. I typed and mailed a letter um, and I was very nice and I put a lot of thought into it. But I said, you know, this part of the enjoyment of the cake is seeing it before the party, everyone looking at it during the party, getting photos of my child with the cake before. And it just, I felt like this was rushed and they basically brought it in mid-party. We cut it and ate it and that was the end. I just said this was a bit of a disappointment um, because I order many cakes from you and um, they called me and said okay that was a really good letter. They were very complimentary of my letter and they said we are so sorry. Thank you for pointing that out to us and they gave me um, a good amount of gift certificates and I ended up using those gift certificates for the cake for my husband's 40th birthday party which we did a big party for. So It worked out, but I'll never forget that cake, like barely making it to the party. Okay, so that is ages one, two, and three. Hopefully those second birthday pictures are out there somewhere. I can only imagine how busy and what life was like with a two-year-old and a five-year-old at the time. So they're here somewhere, surely. Let's take a break and then we'll go to ages four through six. The Sassy Napkin Society is the subscription that sparks celebrations. When you open your package each month, you'll be inspired to host, celebrate, and entertain. You'll receive two different packs of festive beverage napkins in exclusive designs made to bring more celebration into your home. You'll also receive a bonus item curated to fit that month's theme and enhance your celebrations. The Sassy Napkin Society is the best way to be the most prepared hostess with the mostess, whether you're entertaining a crowd, hosting a few friends for dinner, or just creating a special breakfast for your family. If you love cute, fun, clever, seasonal beverage napkins, you need to join the Sassy Napkin Society. Get on the wait list at sassynapkinsociety.com or the link in the show notes and always be ready to celebrate. My daughter's fourth birthday was a beautiful party. It was very sweet and it was a ballet theme. This was during her brief but illustrious ballet career as a young girl. And so we had lots of pink tulle. I had a pink tulle kind of tutu skirt around the whole long kids table. I wore a dress that was black on top and then it had a pink tulle skirt. I had my hair in a bun. She had a beautiful outfit. We had a bounce house. Each guest got a little pink tutu. We have a church pew that is in front of our staircase and I had little hangers and hung all of those tutus on the back of the church pew just going down with a little name tag for each girl and that was great because they could just put them over whatever they were wearing and everyone had a tutu. 
I had lots of pretty girly food. I took Nutter Butters, you know, the cookies, and dipped them in pink chocolate and then piped on a little bow and a little detail so that they looked like ballet slippers, which was really sweet. And we hired a face painter to come to this party. As perhaps you've seen or I've talked about, we love to do the brunch with Santa. I guess it's technically breakfast with Santa at the Brown Palace Hotel in Denver each December. And they, for many years, had a face painter there painting kids' faces. And she is so talented and did such beautiful work. And we'd always chat with her. So I had taken her card and we hired her to come to the party that year. And she just did excellent work. Um, both boys and girls had just really cool face paintings. They got to get just about anything they wanted. So that was a really great memory um, for favors. Of course, they had their tutus. And then by the front door, I had uh, another chalkboard. <laughs> I have lots of framed chalkboards. This one isn't in a permanent location, but I had it by the front door um, when they were leaving and it said Bravo. And I had a rose for each girl that was wrapped in tissue paper with ribbon as if they had just, you know, done a recital and were receiving a rose. And so we handed out roses to the girls as they left. And that was really sweet. And just a side note on these parties where they were really girly and we gave girly favors like the roses for the boys because we would have, you know, my son is a boy and then we would have like a boy cousin or maybe some special friends who are boys. And I would get um, usually the movie type box candy, which you could get like for a dollar at Walgreens, you know, the big boxes of candy that are kind of special and fun. And that's what I would give the boys in lieu of the girly favor, just uh, if you're wondering how to handle that. Now on to her fifth birthday, and I adored this theme because it was so her at this age, and it was so cute and different. And the theme was pajamas in Paris. My daughter at this age wore pajamas nonstop. She was full-time on pajamas, wanted to wear them whenever she could, I get it. I'm kind of that way now. And she also had a fascination with Paris. So we did a pajamas in Paris party, which is really sweet. We invited all our friends to wear their pajamas to the party. I had pajamas with the Eiffel Towers all over them. She had little Paris pajamas. Um, everyone wore their cute jammies. I had flower vases. I had seen this idea on Pinterest. They were little vases. And we made labels that looked like a Chanel number no. five label. But they said Anna Kate number five because it was her fifth birthday. And then we put little roses and had those all around the party because they were just little arrangements. So that was very sweet. We had a backdrop that we created in our living room and we had a pajama fashion show, which was really fun. We had some boas and sunglasses and all kinds of things. And they did a cute little fashion show in their pajamas. So that one was a great memory because it was just so unique and such a fun theme to do. Um, she had a beautiful cake that I put then like an Eiffel Tower on top of the cake. So it was just a great one. Pajamas in Paris. Really, I think a girl of any age could pull off that theme. The last party I will share for today was her sixth birthday. And this one was part of a whole obsession for me, but this was a flamingo theme. I got on the flamingo kick when I planned a movie night for the Crimson Wing Disney Nature movie, which is about flamingos. I had so much fun collecting flamingo things and then I decided to do 
a flamingo party for my daughter. And you might notice a flamingo is part of my business logo. I just like love flamingos. I love the flair, the color of a flamingo, and just all of the flamingo merch is a lot of fun to me. So this one I had a great time putting together. I had lots of potted green plants on the tables with the little plastic yard flamingos, you know, the typical flamingos that you see um, kind of like in front of yards. So I put those in potted plants. I also had two big, like pretty big kind of fern type plants that I bought and I put those on the main food table and they created sort of a, a green backdrop, like a jungle or tropical backdrop with real plants. So that was really cool. Of course, I had lots of the pink plastic flamingos all out front in my flower beds. They looked really cute. Uh, for activities, I love looking back on the different activities I did because many of them, as I said during the boy parties, we just pulled them out of our hat and we sort of made something out of nothing. So we had a station where the girls got their nails painted pink. My mom and my sister were always very game to be manicurists at these parties. We did the fast drying nail polish. There was a few shades of pink they could choose from. They also did flamingo paintings. I found an image, kind of like a coloring page online. We printed those out on cardstock and then we just had watercolors for the girls to paint. And this is great because watercolor really isn't messy. You can get little watercolor sets so inexpensively and kids love to paint. They really do. So that was a good activity. Uh, my daughter and I both wore Lily Pulitzer dresses with a flamingo pattern. Looking back at the photos, it's so cute because in pretty much all of the photos, she's standing like a flamingo on one leg. I mean, it's the cutest thing. And we ended up having a contest at the party where we saw who could stand like a flamingo for the longest. Again, that costs nothing. It's silly and fun. Everyone can participate. So you really don't have to overthink the games or do something over the top. Uh, we also had a ring toss game and this was in all of my searching for all of the flamingo things, I found this and it was an inflatable hat and I put my husband up to this and had him be the ring toss guy. So it was like, it went around his head as a ring and then had a big flamingo neck and head like shooting up the top and then you would try to ring toss onto the flamingo and of course he was like a moving target and it's, I mean, it looks so funny and silly looking back at the photos. That was a great one. So the flamingo party was just a really festive, fun, silly one that we all had a great time throwing for her. I hope you've enjoyed the first half of girl birthday parties. Next week we will jump into ages 7 through 12 with a little bit older girls. But first, let's take another break and then I will share three things I'm loving this week. If you love checking out the three things I'm loving this week, along with other links I share on the show, I invite you to join the podcast pals. Pals get an email each week when a new episode drops, complete with all the links from that week's show. Using those links to shop is a great way to support the podcast at no additional cost to you. Head to the link in the show notes to join and become a podcast pal. Thanks for listening. Now for three things I'm loving this week. First one is a show. 
I love a show. If you haven't noticed, I love to be really into a show, especially one with my husband that we are really into together. And currently we are loving Julia on HBO Max. And this is a dramatization of the story of Julia Childs. This is um, right after her book has come out, her cookbook, and has been very successful. And it's about, so far, it's about the beginnings of her TV show. And it's just really interesting for many reasons. I love people who are truly themselves, who don't feel the need to fit the mold, who just are who they are, even if it's a little different. It's just like, I love a big personality and a person who is just true to who they are. I've always admired that in people. Um, and that was Julia Child, as depicted in this show, at least. And she was so incredibly talented and fearless but at the same time, she had a lot of insecurities and she was a woman who was getting older and she had to go up against a lot of men who did not believe in her um, and just the juxtaposition of her incredible talent and her fun and amazing personality and then the deep insecurities that she struggled with. Uh, I'm finding it really interesting and I'm enjoying the story and I love, I mean, she's just a hoot and I love anyone with that type of personality. So the next thing I'm loving this week, you're going to get another three in one on this one, but it is white sweaters. I have some events coming up uh, at the beginning of the summer where I know I'm going to need like a nice sweater to wear over a dress. And I just decided it was time to up my game as far as a summer sweater. I used to play tennis in summer evenings with a group of girls and one of them would always say, don't forget your summer sweater. And it's really true, um, especially here in Colorado. It does get cooler in the evenings. Um, and like I wore one of these new sweaters to church on Easter because we, um, my daughter and I went to an outdoor baptism early in the morning. It was a little chillier. And then of course in the service, it can be cold. So it's really nice to have a good summer sweater on hand. So I, purchased several white and off-white sweaters to see what I would like. I returned some, but I ended up keeping three. <laughs> so I'm linking all three up for you because they're all a little different. And I think they will be great to have on hand this summer. Just if you go into a restaurant and it gets a little chilly or, you know, after dark when it's a little colder, they're going to be great for traveling as well. So get yourself a good, fresh, new summer sweater. And none of them are expensive. They're very affordable and just great to have on hand. The last thing I'm loving this week is a pair of festive, colorful earrings. These are beaded tassel earrings that have just a lot of colors and they're inexpensive. I found them at Target. I just think they're so cute for spring. I'm starting to think of Cinco de Mayo and Fiesta and just all the, the colors that are fun this time of year. So this is a great little pair of earrings if you're looking to just liven things up. That's all for today. I hope your day is a fun one. And no matter what, keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast. And I truly appreciate your five-star reviews.